Is obedience just for the legalist? What did Jesus mean when he said, if you love me, you'll keep my commandments? Join Eddie Armstrong and me, Charlie Hayes, as we seek our answers from Scripture. Eddie, we have taken this little detour off to some cool scriptures. I think we're still on topic, though. Mark 7, that really, yeah. we still are on topic because we see, we see the problem with the legalists, mm, and some people right. don't realize that they're legalists. <laughs> you know, I'm sure that the, uh, the uh, hypocrites that were also known as the Sadducees and Pharisees didn't know they were hypocrites, but yet Jesus pointed out how they, they were not obeying the law, but obeying their own, their own religion, religion their that they own, built. Uh, part of it. Yeah. Their, their, their own religion. And the same thing happens in Mark 7, because they're, they're basically accusing his disciples of not obeying the law of God, when actually they're not obeying the tradition of the elders, and yet they're going around the law of God. And as we said, it, it, he directly points to yeah. how they've gone around the fifth commandment. Now, to bring this to why, why I went here was Jesus then sums it up with says, hear me, everyone. This is everyone who's listening. So this is something that I guess is for us. Hear me, everyone. And understand, there is nothing that enters a man from the outside which can defile him. But the things which come out of him, those are the things that defile a man. If anyone has ears, let him hear. And in fact, the disciples said, yeah, we right. don't understand. So our ears aren't hearing. <laughs> and <he> says, <laughs> says, so Jesus says, because it does not enter his heart, mm -hmm. but his stomach, it is eliminated. So basically he's saying the things of the heart are the important things. You know, other things that enter go out. And so it says from the heart, out of the heart of man proceeds evil, evil thoughts, adulteries, fornication, murders, thefts, mm. covetousness, weakness, deceit, lewdness, and evil eye, blasphemy, pride, foolishness, all these things come from within. Wow. That's, uh, that's a, a man. It goes right along with uh, what I've been driving home here that it's, uh, and like Jesus is saying here, it's, uh, you know, clean the inside of the cup first. And if the inside is clean, it's going to produce a good fruit. But in, in this case, he says, look, it's the evil things that are going on in your religion is not the religion you're doing. It's the religion from within. Because if your heart is not right, you're going to be adulterous, fornicators, murderers. You're going to be stealing. You're going to be lying. You, you know, all that stuff. So it, uh, indeed, God is right. pointing us to the real evidence of salvation. And that is what comes out of the heart. If a heart's been changed, been cleansed, then it'll be uh, evident by what they do. Amen. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, th I mean, this is also, like I say, the gauge, the gauge for us. If we find ourselves where our yeah. path, we're in the weeds, Right. We find ourselves even, you know, we find ourselves puffing ourselves with pride, uh, doing foolish things in the sight of God, blasphemy, which is interesting in how we can blaspheme. Of course, that's one of the ways we can we, we can do, do both the blasphemy mm -hmm. and pride by saying, look at this mighty place I have built, right? Uh, you know, if we don't praise God for what he has given us, that is going to be a problem. And have an evil eye. 
oh man, this is hard. You're, you're looking at things from the world's perspective instead of God's perspective. So all these things come out of the heart. And when we have a heart mm -hmm. problem, these yeah. things emerge. So this is why we, that's why I say we want God to write his law yeah. on our heart. I think that says in the Hebrews. Yeah. Name, so, <laughs> you know, law on our heart. again, it begs the question, <clears throat> if the law has been done away with, why would God want to write it on our hearts? <laughs> is he just writing nothing? Indeed. But, uh, I'm, I'm being yeah. facetious there. But, uh, well, right. let's talk about um, uh, some thought questions that I had when I originally started writing about this topic of is obedience for the legalistic only uh, because somehow uh, preachers and teachers have began to they're so hung up on the grace and faith that they're blinded to the fact that God does call us to be obedient but uh, that we find impossible unless Christ has truly changed our heart where we desire to do his will which is written in his law and, and in the Bible. So I have five thought questions that hopefully will propel us uh, in our uh, next few series. First of all, thought question one, <clears throat> has obedience ever been a method of salvation? And we've kind of, we've talked about that, but I want to ask this question. Was Moses, the prophets, and the people of Israel saved by the works of the law? you say yes to that then like you said earlier charlie you haven't read the old testament <laughs> you haven't seen that there's grace and faith throughout right. the whole <laughs> old testament and has anyone ever been able to save themselves through obedience and the answer to that is a strong no well let's go along here what is the relationship thought question two What's the relationship between obedience and grace? Are they mutually exclusive of each other? And we've kind of talked about that one as well, haven't we? Right. In fact, yes. I think we would say they're right. mutually dependent. <clears throat> like James says, you show me your faith without your works, and I'll show you my faith by my works. So uh, grace and faith are made evident by what comes out of the heart. Thought question three, what does salvation mean and what is the purpose of the law? Uh, you know, the, the purpose of the law, of course, is to be, a, number one, to be a, uh, an illustration of what God expects us uh, to, how we are to live our lives. And our lives are based on two Amen. great principles, love for God and love for our fellow man. Uh, the, the Ten Commandment law gets it down to at the next level, which is uh, if you love your neighbor, you're not going to take his wife. You're not going to steal from him. You're not going to lie to him. And then Jesus takes it even down a, another level when he says, for example, when you look upon a woman with lust, you've broken that law. So that's Jesus is taking that law down to the heart level. And uh, if a heart, as we've been talking about, if, if a heart has been changed, it will naturally want to do the will of God. Thought question four, does God expect me to live a life in disobedience to his commandments? Now, that sounds like a stupid question, but a lot of people would say that. 
Well, I'm saved by grace. I'm a New Testament Christian. I don't have to pay any attention to the law. Well, would God want me to live a life of thievery, <laughs> of lying? The obvious answer is no. And what happens if I start to try to obey? What if I want to obey right. and I'm not doing a good job at it? Well, you need Jesus. He's the power to make that happen. And my last thought question, does disobedience have anything to do with the new covenant? Again, this sounds like a crazy question, but uh, the new covenant is not about throwing out the law and being disobedient. It's about having the law written on your heart. So um, those are the things we've been kind of been discussing. And, You know, I, I was I was thinking about your purpose of the law, and I, I think somewhere, you know, it it, it talks about the mm -hmm. if I look at the law, it's like looking at a mirror, and that I, it actually shows me my uh, my faults. It shows me who I am, and there's two things we need to be to really be uh, humble Christians, if it will be, is one to know what God is, who God is, and get a good vision of Him, and the other one is understand who we are. And that brings about one great humility and, other, and also great appreciation for God's grace as he mm -hmm. reaches down from the heavens to us. Yeah, I think your mirror uh, to bring uh, us up to him. Verses in James 1, 23. I actually will start with verse 22 because this is relevant to what we're talking about here. It says, be doers of the word. Now, that's, that's obedience, okay? If you're doers of the word, you're obeying it. And not hearers only. If you're just hearers only, it oh, says you deceive yeah. yourself. Verse 23, for if anyone is a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is like a man observing his natural face in a mirror where he observes himself and he goes away and immediately forgets what kind of man he was. But he who looks into the perfect law of liberty, folks, this is the Ten Commandments. That it explains this later in James. If you're looking into the Ten Commandments, and notice it's a law of liberty, and continue in it, and not a forgetful hearer, but a doer, an obedient of the work, this one will be blessed in what he does. So God tells us that there is a blessing in doing what God's word says. Now, am I doing that in order to gain favor with God? No, nope. I'm just I'm following the conviction of the Holy Spirit to do what God's word has said. Thank you for joining us. We are grateful for your prayers for answers from Scripture, and especially as we begin a new year. There are many wonderful links in the description of this podcast please take advantage of them. We look forward to hearing from you at afsepisodes at gmail.com. And as always, join us as we seek our answers from Scripture.